0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want you to open your Bibles with me to Romans, the first chapter. Now, I want to share with you some things about the Gospel of the Kingdom. You know, gospel means good news. How many of you know the gospel means good news? I hear so many people at times on radio and television that they take the gospel and make bad news out of it. They'll take one of the most astounding statements in the Bible, a faith statement, and make something negative out of it. But I want you to know that the Apostle Paul had some insight into some things. And let's read from Romans, the first chapter. Verse 15, so much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now I want you to notice that the Apostle Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, it's time that we get to the point that we're not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god it is god's power it's manifest through his word god's word is his power and the bible tells us that all things were made by him and without him him the word was not anything made that was made and jesus is called the word of god Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And sometimes things can be misunderstood. It's very easy if you were raised up in a traditional church to believe some things wrong. And like I said, you have to unlearn some things sometimes. I know that certain phrases and things that you say mean different things. It's like I heard the other day, this fellow said to me, a friend of mine there in Little Rock, Arkansas, I said, Well, how many are running in church? Well, he said, we're running about 4,000 now. He said, we've only caught 200, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, you see, certain phrases can be taken two or three different ways. And we've had all kinds of religious phrases. But when you begin to dig into God's words, you find that God's word is the power of God. The gospel, the good news, is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Now, see, there's some that don't believe. If you don't believe, then the gospel's not the power of God. If you don't believe the gospel, you have to believe the gospel. The good news is the power of God. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. For it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now when we start talking about the gospel of the kingdom, do you remember something that it says in the Bible? It said Jesus went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus preached the good news of the kingdom. And the kingdom of God is a very important subject to the body of christ today i think we have misunderstood about the kingdom sometimes maybe as much so as the disciples did you know one of them wanted to sit on jesus right hand the other on the left when he set up his kingdom here on earth they didn't realize that the kingdom that he's referring to was not the kingdom that he was going to set up right then Eventually there will be a kingdom set up on this earth. But I want us to go back over to Matthew, the 6th chapter. And let's pick up with this in the 6th chapter and find out what kingdom Jesus is referring to. Matthew chapter 6, let's begin with verse 9. Jesus is speaking, he said, After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Now I want you to notice the tenth verse. He said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Now Jesus said for them to pray this way. Now you must realize something, this is not, a New Testament prayer that Jesus is teaching them to pray. Sometimes we don't realize that the things that Jesus did in the four Gospels was actually under the Old Covenant. Now, it's included in the New Testament, but actually they were operating under the Old Covenant. This is an Old Covenant prayer. If you notice, the name of Jesus is not in this prayer. But yet, it is filled with principles that we can use today. This is not the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, but it is the prayer that he taught his disciples to pray, and then it proves to be the will of God for us today. Because, you see, he said, pray the kingdom of God come, that the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, if you just stop and think about that a minute, Ask yourself this, how is it in heaven? Is there any sickness up there? Is there any disease up there? Is there any poverty up there? There's no sickness, no disease, and no poverty in heaven. Now Jesus said for the disciples to pray this way, that the kingdom of God come, and that the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, what would we say about that? Would we say that Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray according to the will of God? Could we say that? Could we take that as being what he's doing? Now ask yourself this, if it was not God's will for it to be on earth like it is in heaven, then why did Jesus teach his disciples to pray that way? Hmm? Now, what we begin to see is that there's good news in this, isn't it? Amen. And Paul says the gospel is the power of God. The good news is the power of God. Now, see, there's multitudes of people that do not realize that God wants it to be on this earth today like it is in heaven. In fact, I can go you on further than that if you look at what the scriptures teach us concerning that. It was God's will when he put Adam on this planet earth for this earth to be like the planet heaven. That was his design. That was his will. That is still the will of God for this earth today. Even though it's not that way. See, I know it's not that way. But Jesus said for them to pray that it would get that way. Now the very fact that he said pray that it will get that way means that it is the will of God that it be that way. Now, what kingdom is he talking about here? Now, he said, pray that the kingdom would come. Because when the kingdom comes, then it is possible that the will of God can be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, see, I didn't necessarily mean it would be, but it's possible for it to be. But now the kingdom that Jesus is talking about here is not the kingdom of God that will be set up in the new Jerusalem. It is the kingdom that came on the day of Pentecost and was set up in the hearts of men. God. Now this kingdom that he is referring to is no less powerful, no less capable of meeting every human need than the kingdom that will be set up in the new Jerusalem. It is capable of meeting every human need in the Garden of Eden. God had put in that garden every single thing that Adam had need of for this life. He didn't put a tree of life there. He could have gained immortality right there in the garden. He didn't have to go outside the garden. God had supplied his every need. Now, it didn't take Adam but just three chapters to mess it all up, did it? (laughs) And he got put out of the garden. But what we need to realize is that God has established a kingdom on this earth. See, we don't pray this way today because the kingdom has already come. The kingdom came on the day of Pentecost. Now let me show you scripturally what I'm referring to here. Mark the ninth chapter. If you'll look at that, chapter 9, verse 1. Listen to what Jesus said. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there are some of them that stand here which shall not taste death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Now what kingdom is this he's referring to? He said, Some of you standing here. You'll not die till you see the kingdom of God come with power. Now that can't be the kingdom that he's talking about that'll be set up in the New Jerusalem because those people will not be alive then. I mean, they wouldn't have lived and not died, and he said these people will still be alive when you see the kingdom of God come with power. So it came on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost descended to this planet earth and made it possible for men to be born again. Now you know that's good news, isn't it? And that releases the power of God. When the kingdom came, it released the power of God on this planet earth. So you see, the kingdom has already come. When Jesus said, pray, the kingdom of God come, he was talking to his disciples in that day. We don't have to pray that part of it today because the kingdom has already come and it is possible today that it can be on earth as it is in heaven. Now that doesn't mean that we're just going to get better and better and we're going to go into a utopia. No, the Bible tells us different from that. Wicked men are going to get worse and worse. Things are going to get worse as far as the world system is concerned. But the gospel is the power of God. The good news gives you insight into the things that God plans for this earth and what he wants to happen on this planet earth. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed as we've talked about the gospel of the kingdom. You know, in Romans, the first chapter, the Apostle Paul makes this statement, In the 16th verse, says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, to every one that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. You know, the word of God is good news. It's amazing to me that I hear some people sometimes on radio and television taking the good news and making bad news out of it. It's amazing. You'll hear people talk about healing scriptures and tell you that healing passed away, that it did not come into this dispensation, that it went away with the apostles and prophets. But now, you know, the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I mean, healing is still available today. Good news of the gospel. That's what gospel means, is good news. I've heard people talk about the prosperity scriptures, you know, and they'll preach poverty from it. The Bible says rightly divide. Paul said to Timothy, rightly divide the word of truth. It's important that we do that. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7245. It's called Faith for Kingdom Provisions. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. Did you know that all of Israel was employed one day? The next day they were totally unemployed and they never missed a meal. And sometimes people get laid off and they just come apart, you know. Well, we need to know that there are kingdom provisions. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Capps.